what is the burning question that you would like to get answered that you feel would sort of probably help you the most in terms of your health and fitness right now, Mackenzie? About two years ago, when I started my fitness journey, I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't focused on form. Now it's changed. But in that process, I have two injuries. One um, you know, top level health and fitness based question that you could do with getting answered that you feel would give you, you know, a, a better route forward right now. What is that question? I have a, a question about leg workout because I've been newbie. I've been working out for two two years. Meet your host, Andy Naylor. Andy is a men's physique transformation expert competitive physical champion, and a multi-six-figure business owner who has helped thousands of busy, high-achieving men get into the best shape of their lives and reconnect with their inner alpha. On this show, Andy is going to share with you his playbook on feeling healthy again, avoiding the common pitfalls successful men fall into, dropping 20 to 30 pounds of fat, and building a physique you can finally be proud of. And the transformations aren't just physical either. You're going to learn how meeting your personal goals will help support your professional achievements, giving you that true alpha mentality. Let's go. So, my alphas, welcome back to the show. My name is Andy Naylor, CEO and founder of Naylor Body Design and host of your Optimal Alpha podcast. Now, a completely different episode for you this week. So, Last month, we reached out into our network looking for people who were interested in coming onto the show to have essentially their one burning fitness question answered. You know, the, the one question that they felt was the biggest roadblock right now to them moving forward. And if that was answered or they had some more clarity or perspective on that, it would open the door to them you know, moving forward and maybe getting to the next level. So we, we reached out and we had lots and lots of people apply. And so I sat one Friday um, and had many people come on to the show and we recorded all of those and they all got to ask their question and I tried to help my very best to give perspective and, and thought and logic and process of how I would go around solving that and we had some great conversations and I hopefully think they were valuable to all the people that came on so thank you to everybody that applied and thank you to everybody that came on and so what we're going to do then is of course you know uh, put some of those conversations out so that other people can listen to how we might logically solve some of those problems and this is now something that we are going to be doing on a regular basis it's actually going to be called free coaching friday because the actual conversations that i had work on a friday so we're going to call it free coaching friday if this is something once you've listened to this that you would be interested in doing which is essentially com coming on the show with me getting an opportunity to ask your one burning question and seeing if i can possibly help there will be a link in the show notes where you can simply uh, just fill out a very small uh, application, a very small form, uh, giving us your details and what your burning question might be. And what we will do is reach back out to you and let you know if, you, uh, if, if, if you've if you know, been successful and what the next date for the recordings will be. And of course, it will be a Friday. And then, of course, if you can make it, we'll get you booked in. Very, very exciting. So we picked two uh, from our, our last round of this. Um, Mackenzie's going to be the first one. So Mackenzie's come on and she gets to ask her question. And then we've got Letitia. And interesting, the reason we've picked these two, are they're actually quite close together in terms of some of the thought processes. So they, they seem to sort of fit quite well together. So that's the reason that we've, we've, we've sort of brought these two. So thank you to both of you, Mackenzie. Uh, I hope that the information I gave you helped. And Letitia, same. So let's now 
pass over to those. I hope you enjoy listening to these and get some uh, some benefit yourself. And of course, if you want to be involved in the next free coaching Friday, essentially come on to the show with me, get to ask your one burning question, go to the show notes, go and find the link, click a few short questions, apply, and we will reach back out to you. Mackenzie, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you very much. I'm guessing it's still well, it's still morning for you, right? Yep, it's seven. Oh, well, whereabouts are you? I'm in Oregon. Oh, fair enough. Okay, so you're fair, you're fair distance. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah. So, welcome to the show, and thank you very much for putting in your questions. I've got the information that you sent here in front of me, um, mm -hmm. but rather than me tell everybody what the um, what the question is, what is the burning question that you would like to get answered that you feel would sort of probably help you the most in terms of your health and fitness right now, Mackenzie? So about two years ago, when I started my fitness journey, I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't focused on form. Now it's changed. But in that process, I have two injuries. I have a lower back injury and I also have a wrist injury. Uh -huh. And I still want to accomplish my goals, but I don't know how to do that. Like, I don't know how to plan my workouts around that. Without, Understood. Right, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Injuries are difficult, and some tend to stay around for a while, some tend to disappear. What's the over, just, just for everyone listening, what's your overriding goal? Because you said you want to still be able to move towards your goals, and I guess while maneuvering around injuries. So what would you, what, how would you describe what your ultimate goal is? Ultimate goal is I want to be on stage in a bodybuilding comp by next year. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. How long have you been training? Two years. Gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. So with regard, I mean, that's obviously a huge goal to go after. Well done. There, it's like a big, scary, exciting goal. I've done that. Probably many of the people listening to uh, to the show have done that. It's an awesome goal to go after. Certainly when you've got a goal as important as that, it really does help focus everything. So well, well done on that, and I hope you're successful. With regards, so tell me about the, the lower back injury specifically. What is it? I think it's just a pulled muscle that just keeps getting irritated because I okay. thought it was a herniated disc. Yep. I went to the PT, I went to a chiropractor. That's not what it is. I injured myself by deadlifting because I was trying yep. to be a power lifter before yep. I was bodybuilding. <laughs> and yeah, so it radiates into my hip. Um, I don't know exactly okay. what it is. So, yeah. so first of all, if it's a herniated disc, and I can only say this from experience because I have one, you would probably most definitely know. So I, I herniated my disc maybe seven years ago, and it probably was the most painful thing I've ever done to myself. Um, okay. I'm sure there's different levels of that. Um, mm -hmm. I think you, I mean, I, I couldn't walk for three weeks. So I, I'm probably sounds good that it's probably not that, but when you're getting, and I'm, this is, this is an area that I certainly don't want to encroach on in terms of physios, chiropractors, professional people like that. I would always recommend you go get hands-on work where they can kind of, you know, move you around and say, can, you know, is this hurting? Is that hurting? And, and you always seek that, which you've done, right? Always seek that professional help. Um, backs are not straightforward. And at the moment, anything is radiating off. Certainly if you start to get anything radiating down a leg, um, mm -hmm. then obviously that begins to, uh, begins to become something like sciatica, which quite often means that that sciatic nerve either is getting really annoyed in the spinal column, hence a slipped, bulging or herniated disc, most likely, or 
sciatic nerves then either go i think it's over through or under the piriformis which is sort of part of the, the, the sort of glute area and again i think that's a genetic thing and again if there's a tightness possibly in the piriformis or something going on there that can then radiate off so there could be two things there i couldn't possibly tell you which one it is what i can tell you are that well are there any particular moves movements exercises you do that hurt and you just don't do them if, if, are there any of those at the moment um probably squats any type of squat so split squats goblet squats and it doesn't hurt in the moment it's usually like the day after it'll flare yep. up again and yep. so it's oh, i don't know what's hurting it but then i kind of kept my out my eye out what i was doing and okay do you do any sort of like bent over moves like a bent over row a t-bar do you do anything like that or no um yeah i do dumbbell rows single dumbbell rows and that are you, leaning, actually... are you, are you leaning on something when you do that yeah perfect okay so that's so so okay just to try and get you some quick idea with regards to the, the the back whatever it might be so the problem is is i don't know what it is so i've got to be very careful but most of the time one of the things to try and do is just reduce lower back loading okay so anywhere where if you imagine that's us right you so there's your head there's your glutes and we would bend in the middle so if you imagine if you stood like this and bent over and just stayed there a lot of the pressure would sit in the low back so you if you think of a bent over barbell row for anyone with a lower back problem that's really not a smart thing to do because we're one moving a weight and two we're in a, a it's sort of at the, it's the same position as if we lent over a <laughs> uh, if we're brushing our teeth and lent over a a basin it's like it's that it's that sort of position which is actually really bad for our low back so mm -hmm. what i would do first of all if you're noticing that any kind of squat is giving you back pain sack them all off none of them need to be done um and again uh, uh i uh, herniated my disc seven years ago i haven't squatted or technically properly deadlifted or ever since and my legs have grown way better afterwards so i would focus on anything where you don't well focus on leg movements particularly where you don't get pain hack squat leg press different variations of those machines where you're sat in something moving something because they're probably going to be a lot easier to grow legs and be safe until you maybe get a complete handle on what's going on in your back because it could it could now just be a little niggle if you don't let it give give it time to rest it could become an injury that just goes round and round in circles and i can tell you from way too much experience that that's insanely annoying and the best advice i would give is if something hurts you don't do it um, nothing nothing is a must do exercise um so that's probably always always get rid of the potential problem first um mm -hmm. keep seeing chiropractors physios um because they're there for a reason um you know we we as a we as a, a team always refer back to those people who are near someone so they can get you know definitive help and, and hands-on treatment um so yeah with regards to that i would certainly just remove leg work that hurts do you do any kind of stiff leg deadlift rdl anything like that still yeah i do regular conventional deadlifts and then i also yep. do rdls um it doesn't seem to hurt it as much. I just can't go heavy. Yep. So yeah. the only, so, I mean, great. First of all, you can do both great. The one thing, again, depending on what the actual injury is, I can, again, I can only talk from me having the injury I had. 
I once I had that injury, I knew that then there was a weakness in my back. Could be the same for you. So what I decided to do <clears throat> was when I could when I could walk again, and you know, after I got back to the gym, I decided I'm just going to strengthen everything on my posterior chain, all around my glutes and across my back and hamstrings and everything. So in other words, I need to I need to put as much muscular strength back there to get to so that that takes the effort of the things I'm doing and not not my spine. Now that it may be similar for you, but what I'm saying here is is something you need to probably ask someone who knows what your injury is before you do this. But an, an RDL performed extremely well is always going to be something that strengthens just the right sort of area in someone's low back that if done well, shouldn't really put a lot of loading in the back. It's kind of a little bit like, you know, if you get a 45 degree hyperextension that you would just do that in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's really good for just loading glutes and hamstrings. And generally, if people don't come up and actually hyperextend, which we shouldn't be doing, it really kind of leaves the back alone. But again, you might find you do that. And if maybe it is your piriformis that's tight, you're definitely going to know about it. But I would certainly try and keep the RDL is probably safer. The RDL, I would say, is definitely a safer movement than a deadlift, especially if you use dumbbells, because you don't have to have the dumbbells out in front of you. You can kind of have them sort of slightly down the side of your legs. Something to consider. Okay. hope that helps with regards to that. Leg presses and hack squats. I I would lean on those. What's the wrist? I don't know exactly what that is either. So I was doing straight bar curls instead of kind of the angled one. Yeah. That. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that was about a year ago. Both of these injuries oh, wow. are about a year ago. So I've had them for a while. Um, and it started right here on the side of my wrist. And then over time, it kind of went into the middle of my wrist. Yeah. Um. And the doctors kind of just said it was an overuse injury, but yeah. I can't do push-ups. I can't do anything that will put pressure right so my, here. My first question was going to be, can you put your hands on the floor and do a push-up? And you're going to be like, no, that hurts too much, right? Okay. Um, yeah. So again, do you know, I've had this off and on for a while in this wrist. Um, one, again, I don't know technically what that might be. It could be, it, it, it could be a number of things. One straight bar curls is something that I don't remember the last time I got someone to do a straight bar curl because it's it's far better to have these two things work independently of each other when doing some sort of bicep work, in my opinion. Another thing to consider here, when you're doing back movement, do you use a lot of machinery when you do back movements, like a like a pull down thing like this? Do you, do you have much machinery like that that you use? Yeah, I do lap okay. pull downs. Yeah, but 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 so a lap pull down is on a cable though, so it moves, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you use mm-hmm. many things where you're maybe holding on to a bar that's like met, like just connected with metal to something? So it, the bar only moves where the bar only moves. Do you use many things like that? Not really. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> okay. Because that would be something to watch out for. Because I, and again, I've used many machines where you're sitting in a machine and it's it's just a a, a, a handle on an arm with a weight behind you and you're just pulling it. And if mm-hmm. you start to get really strong at those things, that's great because you get strong. But what happens is, is your wrist and this could there will be movements maybe where your wrist is going through and a slightly unnatural. Like, I mean, if I, you know, if I was putting something, it was kind of like twisting my wrist round. Not only is my wrist going somewhere it doesn't like, it's also got so much tension going through it at the same point. So look out for movements where you might be pulling something mostly where your wrist might just be going through a slightly not very happy sort of angle 
And okay. then either don't do those movements or find a way of attaching. When I say, you know what I say when I said D-handle? Do you know what a D-handle is? I think okay. so. So it's like a little, a little handle that's this big, but it normally just has a canvas coming off it to a, a hook and you would... Um, you could attach it to a cable or something like that. So it's something that has a sort of canvas strap on it. You can attach those to things and pull them. So what happens is, is you're still pulling something, but your wrist gets to then go wherever it naturally wants to go. So in other words, this is something that I've learned probably over the last six years, as I've got, my back's got a lot stronger. Your wrist doesn't really, <laughs> doesn't change a lot, right? So it still has to go through, or if you think about it, our wrists take a heck of a lot of hammering when it comes to training so over the years you want to look after them um and elbows because again if you start gripping stuff really hard and pulling it what happens is all of this will start to become the inner and outer elbow pain do you do and um do you do a lot of pressing work like if you think of a good old bench press where you've got your hands like this do you do much of that um i was i was doing bench press and like military press <laughs> But then I was talking to somebody at my gym and they were like, you should not be doing that if your wrist hurts, even if it's in a neutral state and you're not bending them back here, just do dumbbells. So, yeah. So again, I would say get out of using a bar because obviously it's a fixed thing. Certainly mm -hmm. use a dumbbell. But again, the, the, the issue with that is a dumbbell is instable. So a bar is stable, but a dumbbell is instable. So yes, that's a good idea, but you might find that you will need to go down in weight so that you don't feel instable in your hand. So you've got a, that's a kind of interesting, you you then also might find that some machinery where you can not go like this on it, but grab it like that and mm -hmm. push. And as long as you make sure generally is always think about stacking a joint. So as long as this is above that, you know, if, if, if you ever see someone holding onto a bar and are sort of pushing like this, think mm -hmm. of, um think of a close grip bench press, someone's doing this. You know, it, it ends up looking that their wrist is not here, but here, which is kind of asking for trouble eventually down the line. So just keep an eye out for where these are positioned when you're holding on to things. A bar gives you a bar is just going to go up and down. So at some point, something's going to happen. Whereas if you use dumbbells, yes, they're going to just stay neutral. But then you've got to balance them. Um, this is, again, where using cables, using D handles on cables. So I use this a lot where I'm sat here. There's a cable stack here and a cable stack here. And I pull the, 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 cab uh, the cables out on D rings and I do this. So now mm -hmm. I've got uh, I've now got something that moves in a very sort of neutral position in terms of my hands. You could do the same up here. Um, so those would be the key things. Um, if, if squatting and things like that are hurting your back, stay away from them. Go focus on hack squat. Go focus on leg press. Probably, may, probably, you need to obviously get this checked, but focusing on the RDL, I think, would be a good shout as well because strengthening anything there is, is as long as it doesn't hurt. If, it, if you're doing an RDL and it doesn't hurt, that's like a good sign. I'd probably keep doing that. More so maybe than the deadlift. Um, and then in terms of the wrist stuff, yeah, just be mindful of anything that you're putting on where you feel that, oh, getting some funny wrist stuff going on and also use wrist cuffs. So things that you can strap around your wrist that just give you some support. If you haven't got any of those, they're like, um, I haven't got any to hand, but they're like $10 off Amazon, but you would wrap them around and tight and they would just, they just give your wrist support here. Um, so to stop it sort of moving around too much for the sake of $10 on a set of those that could really, really help as well. And then also another thing to consider when doing really strong pulling movements, use wrist straps that have the sort of bit coming off it that you can then wrap around something. Again, what it does is it connects everything to the bar rather than you having to grip really so hard to hold the bar. 
you use a lifting strap that sort of goes around and you know you lift it you, you, you sort of tighten it up what it does is it just allows you to grip a lot less you can kind of like just hang on to the bar and that will probably take a lot of pain out of your uh, wrist as well okay. i hope that helps we've run out of time sorry that was really interesting thank you so much um yeah, thank so, you so much. go and try some of those things by all means come back and let us know how you get on with those we're going to be doing this on a regular basis so um if in a few weeks months down the road when we're doing them again and you've got further questions to sort of follow up off the back of this, you are more than welcome to come back on and we will cover those. But, but, but by all means, let me know how you get on with some of those. And if you've got any further questions, just shoot them back to me. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. Amazing. Take care. Have a lovely weekend. Bye-bye. Okay. So that was Mackenzie. I hope you took some value from that. Great conversation. And now we'll go straight into the conversation I had with Letitia. So um, Letitia, welcome to the show. Thank you for um, applying to come onto the show. So, um, and I've got the information that you sent in front of me um, with regards to your one question. But of course, just so everyone who listens to the show can sort of hear what your question is, what is the one, um, you know, top level health and fitness based question that you could do with getting answered that you feel would give you, you know, a, a better route forward right now? What is that question? I would like to, well, I have a lot of questions, which I know I don't have time for, but I have a, a question about leg workout because I've been newbie. I've been working out for two two years. Mm-hmm. And, and what I don't like online is that they got all the, everybody's got a different question. They, they, they do their routines differently, but they always say, no, it's not this way, it's that way. So they confuse the newbies. Okay. Yeah. So what's the actual question? What, what's the, the specific question? question? The question I would like to have, a because uh, I'm trying to figure out how to work out my whole body and I'm still not doing it right. So, you know, because I'm still uh, trying to plan my workout, but I would like to know what is a good leg workout for me because I have scoliosis and I'm okay. trying to figure out. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. How, how, and how bad is that? Is it, have you, I guess you've had that whole your whole life. Is it particularly bad? No, I think I did have it, but I didn't know about it. It's not really that bad, but uh, I try to be careful what I do because I I have I can't live without deadlifting or squatting. So I'm trying to figure out how to uh, do. You have to have five okay. leg workouts, or Stop. is it so, two so, leg so, workouts? So, so let so let me ask you the question. Given that you've got scoliosis, which for anybody listening in in you know listening into the podcast is essentially uh, a, a condition that the spine goes through where it is it is not shaped in exactly the same way that right. it, we would we would expect it to be shaped. So here's the question for back for me to you. Given that you have that spinal condition and given that it will understandably probably limit you with what you can do, why do you mm-hmm. feel that you can't live without deadlifting and squatting? Because it makes, before I found out I had it, it makes my uh, back really strong. I had just recently lost some muscle about a month ago and I'm very in tune with myself. And so um, I I always feel the movement because I'll get emotional with lifting. So it makes my muscles feel really well, but it really tightened and it strained my back really strong. So I don't know if I can live without that. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 I understand. I thought you were going to say you had an emotion, like as in you just from all the information you'd seen online, you thought they were two movements that you had to do. So I was then going to come along and say, oh, that's okay. Because I would, I would come along and say that there are no must do movements. And so if you're, if your goal is to build better legs, which I think is kind of the the, the question from the beginning. So first of all, you've got some things to consider. And the first one would be to probably, which is difficult, 
to probably spend less time, interestingly, researching online what would be the best thing to do. Okay, and all right. Because it's confusing, right? You go on there and say, yeah. should I do this? Should I? Right, so, so spend less time online looking because what it will do, I'm not saying there's not good information online, there is, but there's so much of it, it's just really confusing. So what I would yeah. do is I, I would look at the gym equipment that you have. A, you go to a gym, right? You go to a gym? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I would, I would just list, write down all the pieces of equipment for legs and like actual equipment and then maybe okay. free ways. Of, so get a list that you've got available to you, right? Not what everyone else has got available to them that you've got available to you. Now, that might be squat. That might be a leg extension. That might be um a laying hamstring curl it might be a hat squat it could be a leg press you're going to end up with a list now some of those things are going to be compound movements squats leg press hack squats a lunge walk they move multiple okay. joints in the leg so i would put those over here and you probably want to do maybe one or two of those in a session okay okay right maybe a squat maybe a leg press, maybe a squat, maybe a lunge walk, right? One, of, one okay. or two of those. And, okay. then you, okay. and then you think about, okay, all the others are more like singular joint movements. So a leg extension is you're doing this, right? So you're, yeah. you're probably always going to want a leg extension, probably in a workout. And another thing is a hamstring curl. Now a hamstring curl could be laying, pulling your legs up, or some machines you can sit in them and sort of tuck your legs under you. Now they're right. both great. You're probably going to want to do both of those. They're the easy ones to pick because there's only one real leg extension piece of equipment that we really have. And there's only really two, maybe three hamstring curls. So where you're just bending at the knee. So right. you're, always, you're, you're always going to want to do those in some way. So really what you just want to go off and do to, for the moment is probably start to work through the big movements, the leg press, the hack squat, the goblet squat, the lunge walk. Work out which one of those you one doesn't give you any pain in your back two makes you feel secure in the movement okay and yes also the ones that you feel the best so for example i would never squat i have not squatted for decades and i will never squat technically with a bar on my back ever again one i herniated a disc in my back so it's now a really silly movement for me to want to go off and do and two right okay ever since i stopped squatting and i got really good at hack squat and leg press my legs grew Oh, so, okay. Ah, you see, most people, most people aren't built and designed to squat very well. So okay. All right. Most, mo if you, if your goal would be, I am making an assumption here, but if your goal would be to get better legs, I would pick technically e the easiest movements possible. So a squat is not an easy movement. Okay. There's a lot going on. Most people don't do it well. You've got the You've got to think about not getting stuck under the bar at the bottom. So there's a safety element there. If you right. lie in a leg press where you're just pushing the weight away, one, you're sat down, your back is secure against a pad, and you can just focus on your legs. See okay. what I mean? So I would, I would, and what I would probably do is, depending on how much equipment you've got available to you, I would go and maybe pick one per, for a few weeks. This is worthwhile doing. I would pick one piece of equipment. So let's say one day you go in, let's say you've got two types of leg press in your gym, right? One week, okay. I would go and just do one. And I would do like five or six sets of it, which is way more than okay. we would normally want to do. But All right. fa fairly high reps, still very hard, 
And what will happen is, is you will know in a day or two where that worked because you will feel okay. it. Right? right. So you're so you're kind of going in with the idea of, OK, I'm going to do a test for maybe a month. Right. Because I'm it's worthwhile okay. doing it. So, so you would go in and find one leg press and you would do five or six sets as hard as you can, as safe as you can. But like maybe 15 reps and upwards. So quite a lot of reps. So your muscles mm -hmm. really get a chance to get working and you get a chance to feel them. And you will know in a day or two, did I feel that in my glutes? Did I feel that in my hamstring? Because like, you'll, you'll, you'll feel it in the DOMS, right? Right. And then all you do is maybe write a couple of notes, right? Okay, two days after I felt this all in my quads and the outer part of my quad, whatever. Right. Next time you do legs, you do the same test with a different piece of equipment. And then you write it down. Okay. Now, by the time you get to the end okay, of all the big pieces good. of equipment, do you know what I mean? You're going to be like, right, that you'll know straight away. You'll be like, right, that was the one that I felt the most. I would then lean towards that to begin with. Okay, sounds good. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's just a logical way of sort of working through rather than going online and being bombarded with all this technical, this yeah. and the other. Yeah, it's hard. Just focus on what you've got in front of you at your gym and what equipment you've got and then just test them out. Um, okay. certainly the certainly the big movements, and what will happen is is you'll 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 know pretty quickly. Which certainly you'll you'll know a couple of days after where that particular movement worked, um, and then uh, you'll know by the end of the month or once you've gone round all the big pieces of equipment which one you felt the best. And I okay. I would if it's for legs, I would leg like variations of leg presses are generally generally speaking. For leg development, I would say better than squatting for a lot of people, because a lot okay, of people. Okay, sounds good. Like I, I don't squat particularly well. When I squat really heavy, two things happen. One, I get wrist pain because I'm pushing on the bar so hard, like just back here. Uh -huh. So we, so weirdly, I get a lot of wrist pain, and then also uh, I have a very serious back injury, so I would never put myself in that position. Um, right. But I can, I, I can leg press. I can hack squat. I, I like, I really like lunge walking. Um, so I would say, Letitia. You go off and try that. See, you get, work, work your way through a list of equipment that you've got at the gym. See what works best for you. Um, and then simply, and then maybe come back and let us know how you get on. And of course, we're okay. going to be doing this again. We're going to be doing this on a regular basis. So, you know, you'll be welcome to come on again at some point and maybe ask a follow-up question. But, be, but for sure, you know, make sure you let us know how that goes on. And of course, if you've got any follow-up questions outside of this, uh, uh, this episode, then of course you can ask us in the socials and I will, I will do everything I can to help you. All right. All right so I'll keep in, and, and listening to your podcast. Cause I listen to podcasts about workouts all the time. Kind of Perfect. obsessed with it, but I, I liked my session though, but okay. So thank you for having me on, having me on. And thank you for answering my questions. You're welcome. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'll speak to you again soon. Letitia. Take care. All right. You take care too. Bye-bye. Okay, cool. So there you go. Free coaching Friday. That's what we did. These were the conversations that we were having. Um, so Mackenzie, thank you again. Letitia, thank you again. And to all of you guys out there listening, if this is something that you would like to take part in, please go to the show notes, go and fill out the application form and we will reach back out to you. And this is your opportunity to get onto the free coaching Friday and come and have your one burning question answered. I hope you found this useful. If you have, do us one favor, maybe share it with one person out there, you know, that might benefit from something like this. And we thank you very much for now over and out. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope that you feel motivated to start making changes in your life so you can see those results that you've been wanting to achieve. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to. 
If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends. If you'd like to connect with Andy, you can find him on Instagram at Andy underscore Nailer underscore Pure underscore Elite underscore Pro. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Talk to you again soon.